Support for PSG Talk is brought to you by Manscaped, the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped is taking over the world and is now available for all of your grooming needs. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code PSGTALK, all one word, at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Make sure to use the promo code PSGTALK. And now, let's get into the show. Hello, this is Matt, Kose, Mark, Guillaume, James, Mel, Zach, this is David, this is PSG Talking, the third podcast sur le PSG en anglais. Hello and welcome to the latest installment of PSG Talking Podcast. I'm your host, Ed, and we are recording on Sunday, February 14th. Joining me today are some PSG Talk contributors you love the most. We have Ty, Guillaume, and James. Gentlemen, how's everything going on your end? Always a pleasure. <laughs> All good on my end as well. Good to see you guys, as always. Yeah, it's been a little bit, Ty, but uh, I want to talk about... So today's show is going to be sort of an open forum. We're going to be talking about the match on Tuesday against Barcelona. Everyone's excited about it, also a little nervous. I know I am. Um, I'll try to direct the conversation the best I can. But, Ty, I wanted to start with you. I know that you've been keeping an eye on Barcelona. I don't know if you're if you're kind of a fan of them or your friend is a fan of them, but for some reason I felt like I heard that you, were, you, you do watch them kind of closely. So I want to start with you and give us a, an update on them. How have they? What's their form been like? the last few games and um, do they have any major injuries that we should be concerned about kind of pretend to be our Barcelona correspondent for a second. <laughs> That's funny. Um, no, so I'm not a huge fan of Barcelona. Um, just a fan of, you know, football in general, but one of my good friends is a, is a Barcelona fan. So we've actually talked about potentially watching the game together on Tuesday, but you know, just keeping up with them. I mean, they started off the year really rocky under Coman. And um, I think when the draw was made, which is why I never try and get too high on the draw. I know a lot of PSG fans were like, oh, this is the time. This is the year. Ed, I know specifically you were pretty happy. And I think yeah. I told you, you're talking about careful me. what you asked for. Yeah, careful what you asked for. Yeah. Um, but they are kind of starting to find form at the right time. Um, yes, they they did take a loss you know, this weekend to Sevilla. But again, you know, I think Messi didn't start the game. Um, Sevilla is not a bad team. If you compare them to the competition that we play, um, we would have trouble with them as well. You know, I think they have a lot of good players. They have a great coach in Lopetegui, who is a great manager. Um, you know, I know certain people don't like him, but from a tactician standpoint, um, you know, he definitely puts a, a great game plan together. And, you know, they've been on a nice run of form. You know, I think um, we should be, I'm nervous. You know, I'm definitely nervous. Um, they do have some injuries. I think, you know, I think it's still up in the air if um, PK is going to play. I'm not sure if he, I didn't watch their game this weekend. I, I watched the condensed game. So I'm not sure if he's going to be playing. I know that one of their young talents um, who's been playing relatively well, I think he's a midfielder or a defender. I forget his name on top of my head, but I read this morning that he missed training today and he's not going to be in for the match. But, you know, you're going to have Messi, you're going to have Griezmann, you're going to have Dembele, who are all back, they're healthy. Uh, Griezmann, you know, I think more than anybody, right? Because you know what you're going to get from Messi for the most part. But, um, you know, Griezmann, I think, has really kind of found his form recently in terms of finding where he fits in in this system um, and playing relatively well. So, you know, I think their defense is still shaky. I think we can still test them. But, 
you know, just looking at what, you know, our, our play has been like of recently, I have to be honest with you guys, I haven't been impressed, you know, um, I think we'll, we'll jump into some more stuff later, more detailed stuff, but you know, if we're giving up chances at the rate that we're giving to some of these teams in league one, you know, I, I think there's cause for concern when you're coming up against an attack with Messi, a uh, midfield with De Jong, you know, Dembele on the wing, who's going to cause trouble for us, Griezmann in the center, um, you know, from an attacking standpoint, um, they'll have their chances. They'll get their chances. I think we will as well. I think their defense is equally as shaky, but this is the best, you know, attacking or potent attack that we have come up against all season, I think. You know, even better than an attack that we played in the group stage as well. Um, and, you know, we know that Leipzig and, you know, Man U gave us trouble already. So, okay. but yeah, they're, they're playing well. That was a really good uh, recap. And it looks like today or yesterday sorry on the, the 13th they five did one. yeah 5-1 against Alaves <laughs> I hope I said that correctly but they're bottom of the table I don't know how impressed I am with that they did lose against Sevilla 2-0 in the Copa del Rey that's something maybe you can point out and then I did catch a little bit of that, uh, that uh, Real Betis game Barcelona 1-3-2 but they had to come from behind so yeah I think a lot of what you're saying they have some dangerous players but kind of like us I don't know if they've really hit their stride yet and it's in coming into this tie I do wonder who's going to hit their stride who's going to be the one to finally put it all together is it going to be us or Barcelona uh James Guillaume anyone um do you guys have any thoughts on just Barcelona and how they've been playing in La Liga any players that you're concerned about or anything you want to add to this uh, discussion lots of bad news yeah for us um Griezmann Griezmann is going back to his Griezmanneries. And he's world-class again. And he's a phenomenal player. He plays between the lines. He's got one of the highest football IQs on the planet. He senses things. And so does Messi. And if if they link up, and they are now, oh, God. Um, on our end, our defense is shaky. It was fine for, for a while, and um, last few games, I mean, Pochenito is trying things, and ay, 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 Kimpembe, you know, is is up and down. He had some strong games. We think he can step it up. Marquinhos had a terrible game against Nice. Yeah. Terrible. That giveaway. It, it happens. Mm-hmm. Right before Barcelona may not be the best time for it to happen. He he may step up. In general, he does. But here we go. Kimpembe, ouch. Marquinhos, ouch. Kerr as a right back, had a good half. As a central defender, we don't want to see him there. So is he going to play for... I mean, we'll talk about the, 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 the lineup, but... yeah. Or midfield of or defensive midfield has been an issue. Paredes off the ball is catastrophic. With the ball, he's a genius. So now we don't have Neymar, so he's probably gonna push. Is probably gonna play Verratti up front, which is not a bad idea because he can do the pressing there. But Verratti is not used to this positioning, and he's kind of running empty. Like his positioning up there is not, you know, so, but as at least he's not injured. And um, that'd be a good solution to have him as a fake 10, uh, high up for the pressing, you know, Icardi's back, uh, 
Mbappé. Ah, sure. <laughs> I mean, it's not looking too good, guys. It's not looking too good. Yeah. No, and you mentioned Griezmann, but we also have a striker who's kind of finding his form right now, Icardi. Uh, James, anything you want to add? Anyone on Barcelona you're especially uh, worried about? Yeah, Dembele. Yeah, Dembele, De Jong. Um, well, kind of as Guillaume said, I'm kind of just worried about their attack in general. Um, what I saw, uh, was it yesterday or whatever the Nice game was? Yeah, um, yesterday. Just, yesterday yeah. That did not inspire confidence to me at all. Um, I... You no. know, like Ian said, Marquinhos, yeah, he had a bad game, and it happens. Um, it's just unfortunate that it's right now. Um, it's – I didn't think um, Gay played very well. Um, Kerr was serviceable. I'm worried about Verratti because I'm always worried about Verratti because Verratti's mm-hmm. on the verge of suspension again. So if you've got him up front pressing, I mean, he, he'll be – he might be able to give us a full 90 – Tuesday, but he might be suspended for the return leg. So, you know, this, um, it's, we're not, it it doesn't feel like we're in a good position right now. Um, not that we can't win or can't make it interesting or anything like that, but it seems like we're just, we're disadvantaged from the beginning. Um, and not just because Neymar is, is injured, just the way that we played, yesterday and what we are looking at and what we have to what we think that we need to do um i'm not i'm not overly confident that this is going to go the way that that we thought you know six months ago yeah two months ago yeah two, even two months ago six weeks ago i mean I, I will say that you know last season against dortmund in the return leg we were down I think Mbappe was injured at the time. I think he was in the lineup, but he couldn't really play. I think he had COVID or something like that. He was just not feeling well. And we ended up winning that game against all the odds. You know, we didn't have any fans. They were all outside the stadium. I feel like this team, unlike past seasons, has figured out that, like, they know how to turn it on now in the playoffs or in the Champions League when it when it matters. So I'm still fairly confident. I know Neymar's out. Well, that's the next topic, but... I feel Di confident. Out. Yeah, Di Maria, happy birthday to him, but he, he'll miss Ouch. that game. But um, I still think we have plenty of quality um, to turn this around, and Pochettino will have to he'll have to turn up. This is why you know he was brought, and we'll have to figure it out. So we'll, we'll see what he's made of um, on Tuesday. But let's talk about Neymar. Um, I want to get your thoughts initially. I On the other podcast, I just kind of went in on the manager in the club. is like, why is Neymar playing in this game? I may be in the minority on that, but... You guys, uh, Ty, we can start with you. What do you think about Neymar going down in that game? And then how do you see that impacting PSG? And also, do you think he'll be able to return for the, the second game in March? I think it's March 10th or something like that. A month later, yeah. Yeah. yeah um, listen, I, I know that we, we we have a friendly disagreement on this. Um, listen, man, I, I'm just in the, in the belief, and I think, you know, me and James talked about it as well, is I'm not a fan of you know, wrapping people in, you know, um, paper towels and, you know, cotton and stuff like that. I think, listen, Neymar, it came out that he wanted to play. He asked the coaching staff to play. Um, we, we can't rotate the entire team. I'm also in the belief that we are not playing well. So we know what it's like when, you know, Neymar doesn't play, when Mbappe doesn't play. Poch had chosen to rest Mbappe instead. There's not many games where you've seen 
in PSG's history where we rest Neymar and Mbappe at the same time, unless one is injured, right? Um, it was a cup game. And as you can see, even with Neymar there, we were struggling, right? We easily could have gone out of that game, you know, or gone out of the, the cup tie there. Um, we gave up a lot of chances. So I don't put this on the coaching staff. I don't put this on Poch. I put this on Neymar. I mean, like, we, we saw it, right? He took a challenge. It was not a dirty challenge. Um, I'm not buying into the whole, why are we playing him against dirty League Two sides? Khan has never openly been a dirty team that we played, even when they were in um, the top tier. You know, that was not a dirty challenge. It was a fair challenge. Was it a hard challenge? Yes, but that happens in every league. Neymar then chose to, and you hear him, call the defender, come mark me, come back, come back. You know what I mean? And and he got baited. This is not on Poch, um, you know, and I, I don't see anything malicious. It's just the name of the game. And on the flip side, you know, a year ago when Dortmund happened, you know, to counter your point, I think that we as a team were playing a lot better <laughs> back a year ago when we went into that Dortmund match, even with people being, um, you know, kind of injured. But listen, Neymar needs to play. You know, I mean, I think he complained last year about sitting two games before. So it's a double edged sword. Right. I think you're going to get fans that don't want him to play. You're going to get fans like me that I think um, need to play. And I think this has been the issue even when Tuchel was here is that we consistently don't have our best starting 11 ever. I think Tuchel, never do. you know, yeah, never. Tuchel started like 23 starting lineups. And I think that was my biggest gripe with the, the headhunting for Tuchel. And I think we're seeing it now with Poch. Poch has had 10 games and I have seen no drastic improvement in the way that this team plays under Poch than it did. I've looked at the stats. There is no increase in chances created. There is no increase in big chances. It's the same thing because it's not, it doesn't matter who you have on the touchline. It's about the players on the pitch. And I think, you know, I said in the Discord one day that Mourinho said it best. The best way for a team to play well is consistency. If you don't have a consistent starting 11 or access to a consistent starting 11, it doesn't matter if you have Zidane, Mourinho, Poch, Tuchel, you're you're going to take steps backwards and not forwards. You know what I mean? So um, I'm not mad at the coaching staff. It sucks. Um, it, it sucks to see, but I don't see that as a dirty challenge. I don't think anyone was targeting Neymar. I think it was unfortunately Neymar is just fragile. You know what I mean? And But at the same time. He needs form. If you take him out for two games or rest him two games, he just rested earlier in the week. You know what I mean? Um, so you sit him out for two games, then you get Neymar complaining on national television. Why did the coaching staff sit me? You know, I haven't played three games. I'm not in form. I'm rusty. And we saw what that looked like in Dortmund. Last year in Dortmund, he was a, a shadow of himself almost. You know, he, he didn't play well at all. Um, and people were like, well, maybe he should have played. You know, so um, I, I think you're going to get a mixed reaction. I'm personally in the belief that I'm not upset that he played. Maybe should he have been taken off at halftime? I guess you could argue that, but the game was still in the balance. Like sure, we, we, yeah. we were still losing, you know, we were still kind of on the back foot. Khan was still on the front foot. So I'm interested to hear what everyone else has to say. I know that you believe he should have been sat. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm not in the same mindset of that. It sucks that, that we're here, but. Listen, I, I don't know, man. You can't win, right? You can't have our cake and eat it too, unfortunately, at this at this point. So Yeah, no, all good points. And you're, you're slowly starting to pull me over to your side. And, and I would just say I was fine with him playing against Nice because, you know, we're in a, a, a battle for league on, and that game makes, yeah. made sense for me. Whereas, I'm sorry to the traditionalists, I don't really care as much about the Coupe de France. If we crash out of that, I'm okay with that as long as Neymar can play against 
Barcelona in the Champions League. That was kind of my thing. Play him against Nice. That's the league still matters, but I'm not sure about a domestic cup. But um, Guillaume, what are your thoughts on this? Are, are you upset with the club that they played him in that game? Do you think Neymar should be help, be held to a higher standard? He needs to have responsibility for baiting players and taking all these unnecessary hits. He can't change who he is. That's who he is. That's how he plays. That's how he gets his energy. That's how he goes with his dribbles. It's part of the package. Um, but, and Posh just arrived. And, uh, you know, it's a combination of things. Yeah, I probably would have spared him the match against Caen because I know better. I've been following the club for 200 years. But, yeah, he needs to play. When he doesn't play, he's not in form. So when he, when he plays, he gets injured. It's like, all right, great. Every time he gets injured, he's our new Verratti. Uh, Verratti is, like, amazingly not injured. But, like James said, he probably will be suspended. He's going to find a, a way to get his yellow. He always does. Uh, I mean, our solution is to have a phenomenal bench. If we have Neymar in the team and, he, you know, he signed, it's official, isn't it? No, I don't no, think he's officially contra- signed. No, no still, still not. Okay. Um, it's Neymar's team. He's, he's going to stay. We're going to have to find a way to play without him. I always wonder if they should put something in his contract, uh, you know, a appearance bonus, like a massive appearance bonus. Maybe that'll... Encourage him not to. He doesn't need. He doesn't need more money. He's well, he has that. I think money yeah. is going to be a, a motivator. Offer him a percentage of the club, some kind of ownership. <laughs> Thirty <laughs> million what... euros <laughs> a year is enough. You know. That's but, what he has. Yeah, though. He it's... Yeah. What That's a frustration. Why he wants yeah, yeah. What a frustration. Again. What a frustration. Um, well, there's a reason. Um, yeah, he's fragile. Verratti is fragile. Uh, there's a reason why workhorse, good overall midfielders cost a freaking fortune. And there's a reason why we can't afford them because we go for the mega superstars. Um, there's solutions to that, but we have to be patient. And Who would be the workhorse that you would want, just as a side note? Like a guy who doesn't get injured, who's got a, a good football IQ, who can pass, who can... Well, Milinkovic-Savic um, was amazing. Uh, and Dombele. Um, possibly Pogba. If, if, you know, it's hard to know exactly what is in, in, in his head, but World Cup Pogba. Yeah. And Golo yes. Kante, well, maybe. Yeah, forget, forget about yeah. Kante. <laughs> Pogba, Pogba is, is more durable than Conte. I mean, like players who are rarely injured. Pogba gets injured, but um, Savic never. I mean, like, you know, and they, they're consistent. They, and, and all workhorses are not. Herrera is never. Um, Paredes turns out not to be one. Gay started amazingly, and it might be interesting against Barcelona because they, they're not absurdly physical it's all about the runs and gay i mean ideally we'd have a gay in marquinos 
in the midfield, but then there's a central defense problem, isn't yeah. it? They don't have a center back. So Gay, Gay could uh, step it up. I mean, I don't want to be, normally I'm optimistic, but I'm very pessimistic. Very, mm-hmm. very, very pessimistic for Tuesday. Yeah. But we have enough experience. We know how to step it up. Yeah. We, we didn't know how to step up during Champions League. And now we do. We, we can fairly say that we know how to step it up. Gay, if he has a strong game, is going to be a major factor. Major factor. And I think it will, it will start up. Paredes can be a major factor, but defensively, God, without the ball, this guy is really, really bad. But the game he had against Nice, oh, he's passing against Nice. So when you have Paredes and Verratti and Mbappé, then you have solutions. Icardi too, that's really good news. Um, Sarabia could step it up too. I mean, he's a solid freaking player. Can't he's got Moise um, Keane. I mean, he scored a and goal. And then there's Keane from the bench. He, um, he could be a game changer Dr- off the bench. Draxler uh, uh, as a free 10. <laughs> Listen, uh, his first half wasn't bad at all. He wasn't phenomenal. But as a free 10, a um, little bit of box to box, good football IQ. He did, he did, and then he had a catastrophic second half when he was moved to the left. Um, but you know, Florenzi uh, hasn't had a great game in a while, and he's. Phew, yeah, seeing he's what Poch does with that right back position, does he go Florenzi? Does he go with Kara at right back? I think that's. A mystery. The fullback position. He both needs of a them. mobile. Mm-hmm. He needs a mobile guy. In France, he's very mobile because yeah. Griezmann is going to be in that zone. So Kerr is going to be uh, <laughs> smoked by Griezmann. Smoked yeah. by Griezmann. It's going to be the Bayern uh, Munich match all over again. I think Kurzawa is going to be on and Dombele. And oh, uh, Dombele. I'm sorry. And Dombele is shredding right now. Messi is back to his stop. Griezmann is back to his start. Um, Busquets, I think, is doing okay. Pique may be back. Oh, God. Um, they are going back in form at the right moment. And they are very, very, very motivated in playing Paris Saint-Germain again. Yeah. Uh, social, they their could... fans just voted the 2017-6-1 as the, the best game in Barcelona history, which is kind of funny because there wasn't a, a trophy on the line. And you would think beating Real Madrid would be a big deal. And they always say, like, we're a bunch of farmers and we're a small club. But beating us was such a big deal for them. So I thought that was interesting. Well, they, they, they had 12 players on the pitch. Yeah. You know? yeah. That, that helps a lot. It does. So, yeah. uh, James, I want to get you in here. Um, talk a little bit about Neymar, whether, you know, what we've been talking about. Should he have played? And then um, pretend to be a doctor for a second. Do you think we can get him back for the return league? <laughs> Um, yeah, so I, I'm with Ty on most of this on that. Um, I agree with all the things that he said. Um, and I want to add that I'm of the mindset that you don't, you rest because you need rest. You don't rest because you're afraid to get hurt. Because when you, when you're playing afraid to get hurt or you are not playing because you're afraid to get of getting hurt is exactly when you get hurt. And again, to Ty's point about Neymar, you know, he's got to be, I understand his, the way that he plays, but he's also got to be smart um, about it. I mean, not his forte. No, it's not. (laughs) But, you know, when you're. Can't have it all. 
you, you got to be aware of who you're playing, who who's who's talking to you, you know, those kind of things. If if you know that if or if you think that somebody's trying to come after you, you know, maybe I'm not saying cool it, but just be on alert, you know. Especially it's, it's, it's when it's a League Two player, you know. Maybe yeah, he's got nothing to banter, lose, and you yeah. got everything to lose. You know, yeah. I'm not saying you know that he needs to cut out talking and whatnot. I'm just saying keep your head on a swivel. People are, you know, people are trying to not necessarily be dirty, but you know they're trying to to give you their best. They're gonna come at you with hard tackles. You need to be aware that things like this can happen. Um, but as far as just being on the pitch, like I said, rest to rest because you need it. Don't sit him because you're afraid that he might get hurt because it could have been, you know, he doesn't get hurt against Khan, but then he gets hurt against Nice. Who knows? Or he could have got hurt uh, the game before then. You you never know when he's going to, which one of these games, unless you're saying, hey, we're just going to have to sit him the full two weeks before Barcelona, which is not good either. Nobody wants that. That's not how that's not how he stays in form. So, you know, I I don't blame management for him being out there. Um, it is unfortunate. I do put a little bit of blame on Neymar just because, hey, you gotta you gotta watch out for that kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, I mean the man's gotta play. No yeah, but he doesn't. And that's that's my thing. We've seen this so often like I'm of the mindset, I mean, do you hold out Variety in the first leg just so you can have him for the second? Because we know he's going to get suspended. You know he's going to be suspended. So would you rather have him for the first game or the second? You're only getting him for one. So which one is more important? And like with Neymar, you know leading up to the game, he's going to get injured. You just know it. So it's like, it happens every year. It's like Groundhog's Day. Yeah, see, with with Variety though, like... I'm okay with Variety getting a yellow for something that's actually warranted. I'm not okay with him getting yellows because he wants to run up and run his mouth to the ref. Like that—that's a—that's a dumb reason to be suspended. If you're gonna get, if you're gonna get yellow cards, make sure it's a hard tackle and you're actually getting messy for something. Send them to the bench. You know, don't don't get it because somebody else got a yellow and you had to go out there and and have short man syndrome and. <laughs> and talk somebody's ear off. That that's the one thing that irritates me most about why we don't have variety for both legs. And the whole we, we get yeah, we gotta find positivity, guys. We gotta we can't we can't. I'm I'm like okay. I'm feeling that vibe. This is depressing. We're not we're not, we're not it's depressing. We're not feeling it. We can't we can't we can't go back there. We can't go back there. So now we gotta focus on like okay. Let's be positive. The team has plenty of experience. Plenty of experience now. The, the 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 voodoo has been exorcised. We know it can go back. It's a vibe that the team is riding sometimes, but they know better. They have that distance over that vibe. There's something I've been waiting for. My cat is very interested. I was wondering what that noise was. I thought it was like <laughs> your chair cat. squeaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. That's okay. Um, You're good. There's something I've been waiting for, and he's been waiting for it too. Hi, there's my cat. There's cat. <laughs> um, it's it's Paredes sco- scoring a scorcher from 30 meters away. He's been close. He hasn't done it. He hasn't. He's he's got a phenomenal shot. I mean, uh, was it against Nice or the game before? It might have been the game before. Oh, 
and he hit the mm-hmm. he hit the bar and he's like okay humans took off somebody's head like it went right past their head yeah 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 yeah, yeah. um and paredes is showing he's not a world class player because of his positioning on is is without the ball is really bad but his thing is is the passing his passing is amazing and his pace the the the, the and and people say he slows the game. Eh, he can, but then he's going to do that that pass from the left wing to the right wing, and then he starts the machine again. And that's his thing, and he's in full confidence now for that. My point is 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 world class in that aspect, and well, he's got to show it at the right time. Maybe he will. Maybe he's going to have a, an amazing game against Barcelona, which means that if he does, he's going to pass to the right person at the right time with the right pass. And that person could be Verratti. That person could be Icardi, who's, who's showing that he's not only a pure nine, but he can play a little bit like a relay. I mean, what he did to uh, Keane on the, you know, it's like, and, and, and Mbappe is feeling that too from, Verratti, from uh, Icardi. Icardi, little, you know, little header for Keane, perfect. There's more links between players. So there's, there's some hope. We know this could happen. Doesn't look too good overall. But if they step up, they could do it. Yeah. It's not looking good, but, but there's hope. And that's that's kind of new at Paris Saint-Germain, isn't it? I mean, like a couple of years ago, there was no hope. Four years yeah. ago against Barcelona, we felt something was off. Against Manchester, immediately, you know. It seem, it does seem then, like we've got rid of those, you know, that voodoo. The, the, the whatever voodoo. was over the club keeping us back. Back to football, yeah. mm-hmm. like normal football. And football, uh, football game at that level is a story. Mm-hmm. Is a, is, 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 would you, you know, the scenario could be anything. If Paris scores early, or who knows. Mm-hmm. So let's wish for a good game. If we get beaten and trash, at least if we play football. Mm-hmm. I think the pill will be easier to digest. Yeah. If, we, if we don't step up, then we'll... We'll have we'll have some sad podcasts yeah. after the game. That's for sure. I just don't want any stupid mistakes like Marquinhos did. We got to avoid that and play, like you said. We got to play football. Um, but moving on, I want to talk about how we can actually beat them. So let's talk about starting lineup. I'm going to go through my starting lineup and I'll stop at each, you know, position. And you guys tell me if you have something different. Keeler novice in goal. I think we can all agree. Yeah, he's going to be in there. Left back. I as much as I like Bakker, I think it's going to be Kurzawa. Anyone have any different yeah. there? I think center. Uh, oh, go ahead. Because I was being solid. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. No, you're. Because I was being defensively. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, oh yeah. No. Yeah. 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 That's what we need him to do, um, and he's delivered. So yeah. let's knock on wood. Yeah. Knock on let's wood. Not, let's not. Let's not forget what he did four years ago, though. Oh God. Yeah. Someone on Twitter so, sent me that um, that video of that pass he had against Dortmund when he just like passed it into like the twentieth row and no one was even close to it. <laughs> We don't need that, Krizawa. We need someone a little bit more level-headed. But uh, center back, we've got Marquinhos and Kempembe. I think it'd be, 
Side note, it'd be really nice if we had Kawasi. I know we've talked to him a bunch, but he's uh, at Bayern Munich and is just falling further and further down the pecking order there. So, you know, he could be starting for PSG against Barcelona. Instead, he's no one knows. Uh, MIA. Good for him. Yeah. Good for him. <laughs> uh, right back. Great, great move. Florenzi? Yeah. Does anyone think Care maybe? Mm. No? Yeah. No. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's possible. I think. Um, I think, like I said in the chat, you know, I think um, Pacha's system is heavily predicated on attacking wingbacks or attacking fullbacks that can get up and down um, the flanks. I think, you know, Care could be a good fit. I know that, you know, Guillaume said that Griezmann would smoke him. I slightly disagree. I, I think he would still obviously give him a handful and he still may lose that matchup, but it's a more favorable matchup only due to the fact of speed. Um, I think the reason that Kerr struggled in the Champions League final is because Komen is very fast. He's he's Dembele fast. He's, you know, slightly slower than Mbappe. I don't think, you know, from a defensive standpoint, I don't think Griezmann is going to give him that type of challenge in terms of speed. So he'll be able to keep him in front of him. Now, does that mean that he can stop him from, you know, putting a beautiful ball over the top? I don't think so. But it's a double-edged sword again. You know, you have Florenzi's not great on the defensive end either, and he could easily get caught out of position, caught up at the midway line, Griezmann in behind him, and it's a it's a problem either way. I think Florenzi is who Poch will play, but I don't think that that's I don't think that Griezmann is going to have any less trouble with Florenzi than um, he would with Kara. Ta- tactically, Griezmann is a freaking genius. Mm. No, yeah, so, but so what he would do, he would he would drop down a bit. And and pull Kerr out of position. Any fullback can be cut out of position, but Florenzi is Italian. He's a he's a solid league, you know Serie A player. If he's get and, and push, no what's up. So sure. Florenzi is, is more mobile and has a higher football IQ than Kerr. Um, there's many ways for for Griezmann to smoke Kerr. He can smoke by dribbling. He can smoke him by getting him out of position and and and, and vacuuming in, and and opening space behind him. Um, I'm I'm feeling a little, little bit more secure with Florenzi than than Kara. Just for, for for because Griezmann and Florenzi be a super yeah. be Dembele on that wing. Oh, sorry, I was just gonna would, say would, would, outside of Di Maria, Florenzi is probably our best crosser of the ball too, which could come in handy. Could, especially with Icardi. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about the midfield. I've got Baradi, um, I'd go Paredes and Idrissa Gay. Does anyone think there's a different midfield trio? I don't well, think it's gonna there's be a, a different one, but it's going to be a um, four-two-three. I think. Yeah, I think the two. Up, I'd go um, Baradi and, and Paredes. Interested to see if he puts Gay there to get you know more of a defensive kind of holding midfielder. I think the one thing that, you know, Guillaume mentioned earlier, and I'm kind of interested to see it also, you know, I think I'd almost rather play Verratti in that midfield and not higher up the pitch. And I'd be interested to see if he maybe plays Draxler in that free 10 where Neymar kind of would be, where I think Draxler kind of feels a little bit more comfortable. I don't think Verratti is that effective. I'm not of the belief. I, I get what Pasha was trying to do when Neymar was injured. I don't think Baradi played very well in that free 10 role. Um, I think he could, but I don't think he's had enough game time. And I think going to the camp now, playing Baradi in that role where he, Baradi is very good in the midfield because he has time on the ball. It's a completely different position playing that free 10 where you have people on you immediately. And Baradi is, I don't think has 
I don't know if he is that good on the half turn yet to really turn, pick up his head with someone in his face. In the back, he has time to look up, pick the pass he wants. I think that's where he personally is most effective. So, you know, I think Posh will maybe look to find a different solution, you know, in that free 10 than Brody. Lots of drags for him love without Neymar. <laughs> it's, it's easier, I think, for Verratti without Neymar. Neymar is so unpredictable. Mm-hmm. And, and then he's going to be in Neymar's zone. And he's like, you know, without Neymar, with a, a, a winger that stays in his lane, it might be easier for Verratti to, to, but it's hard to know what push is going to. Yeah, but I, I think I think either way, right? I think me, one thing me and Guillaume do agree on is that Verratti will be in. I don't think there's any question of Poch sitting him for the second leg. I think if he did that, that would be a colossal mistake thinking, oh you God. know, worrying about, oh, is he going to pick up a yellow card? Because, you know, if he doesn't play him in that first leg, for any fan that's thinking that, and then our midfield gets bossed by Barcelona and we end up losing 3-1 or whatever, then we're like, I mean, why don't we just put our best? Yeah, you you play your best 11 that you have available. If Verratti gets a yellow card, you worry about that in the two weeks leading up to the second leg rather than playing cautiously and, and holding your players out. So, and you could have um, Neymar Verratti back. 100%. You could have him back, so if you lose Verratti, maybe you bring in Neymar. And yeah, I'm... I'm I'm of the mindset right now. I'm going into this game thinking you do whatever you can to salvage a decent result, whether that's a you know one nil loss or a one one draw, zero zero draw. Just keep the game manageable. I also don't know if I'm parking the bus. I think we've done that before. I, I, the idea of parking the bus in Barcelona and letting Messi, Griezmann, and Dembele just kind of ping the ball around at the top of our final third and just you know have the majority of possession is very scary to me. That's how you mm-hmm. lose. I think that can get ugly really Can't quick. Counter attack. Yeah. Counter attack. Well, let's let's Can't talk about attack. the attack. I mean, I, I've got. I mean, Mbappe, Icardi, and and Keane. Those would be my. Maybe put Keane out on the wing, um, but those are my three. Ke- Kini Kali was interesting. Mm-hmm. Kina was played as a winger. He wasn't great, but God, this kid. You got to put some fear like... into Barcelona's defense. And if you have those three, that's going to give them something to think about. They're all of a sudden, Barcelona's fullbacks don't want to get forward as much. And you got to give them something to think about. It just can't be parking the bus and just, you know, have yeah. all this pressure. Like, come on. And, yeah. and you do with Paradise, Verati, and that three up front. Because, yeah. done. So. And they have defensive problems. Yeah. So no, I agree. Yeah, I mean, you want to play low. You want to play low. You want Dembele is good. if we play high, Dembele is going to kill us. Griezmann is, and I, they they will find. We gotta play low. We gotta park the bus. <laughs> we gotta park the. We gotta park the bus. I don't we know about park. parking the bus, but I, I yeah, do I say conser- play conservatively. Try to get out. Lose one nil, maybe two one. You got. I think you at least got to get one away goal. If you're PSG, if you have any hope to turn this around, that'd be nice. That'd be nice. It'd be really nice. So, you know, talk about a little bit about the tactics. Now we have the lineup. What do you think Pochettino does? Is it park the bus? Guillaume, are you in the park the bus? Um, Ty, do you well, think okay. go all forward? What I mean by parking the bus, yeah. uh, it's it's play low, mm-hmm. defensive minded, play counter attack. We have we have a team to play counter attack. We can play counter attack. Without Neymar. Neymar, of course, is great on counterattacks. But that's not really Neymar's thing. Neymar's thing is box to box, doing everything. Being a 10 and then transforming to an 11 and, you know, whatever. Without Neymar, it, it simplifies things tactically a little bit. And we can sit back and wait. 
And uh, Verati Paradise is going to help a lot for this. Uh, we won't have possession, but then we we can we can find solutions because uh, because we have the players for it. So there will be chances. There will be chances against Barcelona, and if we play high, and we what what, what are we going to do? If we play high, we give more. We we give less room to Mbappé, less room to Keane. If we play low, we give them plenty of room, plenty of room. With Paredes and Verratti, uh, uh, that can be the launchers. What do you want to do? Mm-hmm. What do you want to do? James, if you were Pochettino, how would you, what would you say to the team? And uh, how would you set this team up to go? I mean, does it go down a blaze of glory? Or just kind of, like Guillaume said, counterattack? Or you just like stay back and let's just try to get out of here and don't let up that many goals? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think I'm, I'm definitely not in the stay back and absorb pressure. Our, our defense is uh, the is analogous of of pipes when it comes to that. You know, we will the dam will burst <laughs> if we just sit back and let them take shots and just try to get out of here. It's going to burst uh, anyway. Well, so I mean, if he, if if I was sitting out in a meeting with Potch and we were discussing this and he said well the damn gonna burst anyway then i'd say well then you better get your ass out there and start attacking if you if you're gonna give up goals anyway then you might as well get some get away goals and... yeah what's the best way to attack is to give room to our our rockets that's mbappe that's what so, he does i mean i'm in counter attack you know i'm in favor of the counter and i'm in favor but i'm in favor of playing conservatively sure yet not low because I don't, I don't trust us on defense. I never have. I probably never will. So we'll just go ahead and get that out the way. I just, I don't care who we got back there. It just, I'm terrified every time the ball enters our box, and I'd like to mitigate that as much as possible. So if we, we can say, Silva. yeah, yeah, well, that'd be nice if we had him. That'd be nice. I, I think if they're not practicing time wasting then Pochettino could leave now. Like they need to burn as much clock as possible, walk to take throw-ins. Like this is a get out as with as minimal damage as possible. And, and, and frustrate Barcelona. And yeah, frustrate them. Walk around, kick the ball, you know, hold their players down. Anything you can do within the game, do it. And if they don't do it, then that's an indictment on the manager. Cause you know, it's not che- if you, it's not cheating, it maybe is not the, the best way to go. But yeah, it's gamesmanship. It, we need to, to get out of there with one goal, and if we lose two one, I'm totally fine with that. You know, let's let's regroup for the return leg at the park. Maybe we have Neymar back. We'll be a little healthier. Maybe playing a little bit better. Um, Ty, what do you think? What are your tactics for this game? Oh, God, man, <laughs> this team, this team. Um, so let me let me just be clear on something, right? So I'm not saying that I'm saying like let's go out in a blaze of glory, but I'm also um, not a fan of parking the bus. You know, if you've been watching us play, we give up multiple chances to the likes of Khan and Nice and every other team we play in France right now. So um, giving license to arguably the best, best player currently in the world to just sit and analyze our defense and just pick his spots 
sounds very dangerous. I think that is something that we killed Unai Emery for when he came out and actually blamed Thiago Silva, that he wanted to play higher up the pitch in Barcelona, and we just basically parked the bus and gave up six goals. Um, now, I get it. That team is not as good as it was, right? Arguably the best, you know, attacking front three in the history of recent football. Um, but I, I think, you know, you do, you play a compact and you stay, you know, tight in your formation and you, you pick your chances. I don't know if I'm only playing on the counterattack, right? I think, you know, it's also good to kind of balance the game out and, and ping the ball around ourselves and pick our, our chances. Listen, like Barcelona's defense is not, you know, they're not Bayern Munich. They're not Liverpool. They are also a defense that gives up chances. So why should we, why should we take the pressure off of TD and a potentially injured PK and a long lay who have gotten criticized for being a shaky defense? Mm-hmm. You know, I think also you're you're entering a game defeated if we're t- trying to minimize damage. We played this team and beat this team 4-1 a couple of years ago without Neymar, without Mbappe, you know, just play team football. Yeah. I think I think one thing I'm interested to see is, for now. you know, Oh yeah, four four nil, right? Not even four one. Um, I think what I'm interested to see from a formation standpoint, I do think you play um, Moise Keane, and I think you know Poch has played with the four two three one. He's also played with the four four two. You know that Tuchel has played with. He's kind of changed it up. So I'm interested to see, or I would be interested to see whether it's now or later in the season, if he plays that four four two formation with Icardi and Keane both up top and maybe Neymar and Mbappe or in this game Mbappe and Sarabia on the wings. You know what I mean? Um Keane, as good as he is and I've, I've enjoyed watching him play. I really have no complaints. His touch is terrible. It's a- absolutely awful. Um not so his having him, <laughs> exactly not his right? pressure, so, not his yeah. dynamism. Yeah. Exactly. So with, with that with his touch being the way it is, would I rather have him more centralized than on the wing? Mm. Maybe. So I, I think Poch can go either way. I, I wouldn't be upset if he played Keane on the wing in a 4-2-3-1 with Icardi up top. And I also wouldn't be upset, you know, if he played a 4-4-2 with Icardi and Keane pairing, like a strike partnership kind of up top with a more more pace on the wings. Um, it's it, it's interesting, right? He has it options. What, what, Sarabia, what Sarabia has um, interesting runs when he calls for the ball. Exactly. He's good. At he did score that big uh, goal against Real Madrid last season in the group stage. I mean, and he scored yeah. that mm-hmm. goal. Um, I mean, remember Di Maria's cross That's right. against uh, Nîmes? Uh, gorgeous, gorgeous run, yeah. gorgeous <laughs> run. But there's no Di Maria. Yeah, and he has there's options. Pa- there's there's Paris. There's, there's lots I think of options. You have- you have Draxler off the bench. You have just Rafinha. See some playing time. I know he's Rafinha. We forgot about Rafinha. You know what I mean? Um, Chenito doesn't like him. Yeah, there's options. And who knows? Maybe he does go with what Guillaume said. Maybe he starts with Verratti up top in that 4-2-3-1, that free 10. And if it's not working, maybe he then drops Verratti back and puts Draxler in that free role or or even, you know, Rafinha. I think Draxler's best role is more in that central spot. I think that's where he played best when he did have some run of decent games. I think he struggles a little bit on the wing. I think when he was in Germany, he played in that central kind of attacking midfielder role too. I think that's right? true. Um, so, she's his best role. Listen, you know, I, I think there are going to be goals. Um, I don't want to just sit back. Um, listen, if if we were to leave this game one one zero zero, you know, even a one nil loss, I wouldn't be, yeah. I wouldn't be super upset with. You know what I mean? Keep the damage um, minimal. Yeah, three five two, three five two could be an interesting formation too. Uh, with Danilo uh, staying central, 
protecting his defense, buffering, because he's good at this. He's not very mobile, but good luck going center with Danilo. Yeah. Um, he's not very he's good. Got... I, I shouldn't say that he's not very good, but like... He's, he's good. been disappointing. Listen, I he's, think Tuchel... He's not mobile. As, as much as... If you play his strength and you keep him Axel to buffer there, and then you force Barcelona to play the wings and cross, well, yeah. who's... Well, Griezmann is great in the air, but it's not going to be good enough for, for Marquinhos and Kimpembe and Danilo. So there's, there's options. There's options. Yeah. Uh, if, so. if they step it up, if they step it up, we could have a good game. I mean, if you it's look at the, the uh, La Liga standings, you know, Barcelona, if you look at the top six teams, they've given up their goals against 21 goals, and that's more than any of the other top te- six teams. So they will allow goals, and there will be plenty of opportunities. Yeah. Let, let's steal a goal or two at the camp. They're yeah. They're a leaky defense. And, but what worries me most about Barcelona's recent form is their ability to fight back. Right, I think there was a game they played against Granada where they gave they went down two nil early and and ended up winning like five three or five four something like that. But they just keep that this new energy they have. They just keep grinding. They, yeah, PSG could go there and get two quick goals. Your Barcelona are still going to play ninety minutes. They're still going to play ninety minutes, and a two goal lead isn't safe. Um, well, if we lose three two or four two, we'll take it. No, yeah. If we score two away goals, you know, and go and leave there three-two, I think I'd be, I'd be okay with that. It sounds like it's going to come down to those uh, halftime adjustments. Maybe it's nil-nil, one-one at halftime. As you're saying, Barcelona seems like they they know what they're doing at halftime. They can restructure whatever they need to do. Can Poch do the same? Can he counteract what they do with substitutes and moving things around? It's going to be a chess match. Another factor. Mm -hmm. There won't be ninety thousand people in the stadium. Good point. Good point. Yep. And that's yep. not good news for Barcelona. Yeah. 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 So let's go around. I want you guys to finish this sentence. Um, James, we can start with you. Don't do it. Ed. What's don't, no 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 Ed, not not prediction not don't prediction. Do Ed, Ed, don't do it. Ed, Ed, don't do it. <laughs> no. So finish finish my sentence. PSG will advance past Barcelona if James finish that sentence. Well, let me let me clarify. You mean both legs or just? Yeah, just we're, we're into the next round. If we will advance past Barcelona, if mm, we yeah, if we hold Barcelona to three total goals. Interesting. All right, Guillaume. PSG will advance past Barcelona if. If step it up, if if our key players available, if if nobody has a bad game, if if Posh has a good sense of what he's doing, if he, if he picks the right tactic, um, if we get a little luck, if Mbappe steps one. it up finally um, in the Champions League as he hasn't done it in a while, there's a lot of if. A lot of if. I'm not, I'm not, I don't think we will. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I'm not always right. <laughs> I, don't, I don't, I don't feel it. I think that's going to be it for this season. Which is great. League one is plenty of, you know, there's plenty of room. Yeah. It's going to be an entertaining rest of the season if we are I don't see, I don't see us beat uh, Barcelona. Okay. But that's the beauty of football. You never, never know. know. Ty, PSG advance past Barcelona if? 
Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat as game here. Not in terms of not thinking that we're going to advance. I've never really been one to to just say I think we're going to lose a tie. Um, I feel not as confident. I think this tie is 50-50, maybe even a little bit more leaning Barcelona's way. But I think we have a chance. I would say we advance if first, you know, it starts with, I think, if does Posh get it tactically right? I think that's going to be key. I think the the first leg is really going to set the tone. Um, you know, again, if we can get out of there with a favorable result, now a favorable result doesn't always mean a win, right? Um, and the same thing happened in Dortmund. Um, and also if we can play as a team, I think, you know, this team has shown the ability to yeah. not have its star players and, and kind of come as a collective, sometimes entering a big game. It happens in all sports. You know, James can talk about it from the football perspective. We can talk about it from the NBA perspective. When your star players are out, whether it's one game, sometimes, you know, there are individuals who want to prove something, you know, um, individuals, maybe like Draxler, who is leaving on a free, who wants to prove that he can still play at a high level, who wants teams to look at him. Um, Maybe Rafinha. individuals, Rafinha, you Maybe know, so the bench. this could be one game where we say, you know what, this team as a whole just plays collectively together, very similar to when they played Real Madrid um, a year ago. Um, and then also, I think the big thing is, you know, our strike partnerships, you know, Mbappe, he has not had a great season. And, you know, does he play more of a team game? You know, I thought some I think someone I don't know if we posted this on the on the Twitter, but I know I think a French journalist said that he really or a former player so that he hopes that Mbappe plays a team game instead of what he's used to seeing in big games where he really tries to be the hero and do things on his own. So, you know, um, I hope that he kind of realizes, okay, this is a collective and without Neymar, you know, I need to bring Icardi into the game. I need to bring Moise Keane into the game, Sarabia, whoever, Verratti. Um, so I would say that team collective okay. game, you know, Mbappe stepping up and being a team player and does Poch, you know, um, set the tone in the first leg with a tactically sound game plan um, and we avoid silly mistakes you know yeah the, the it's the little things that in a game in a series like this where you're missing your key players does Verratti avoid the yellow card does someone avoid a red card do we avoid silly mistakes if they put the ball in the box you know no stupid passes from Kempembe just clear the ball right you're in your final third just punt it away no yeah. trying to you know um make a um a pass where you, you think you're trying to outsmart somebody just play the basics do the basics well and i think that we'll have a, a, a good shot of coming out of this with you know a decent result yeah you touched on mine uh, there at the end mine for me i think mbappe is going to do what he does i think a card going to score goals i think we're going to score goals i'm not really concerned about that hopefully those words don't come back to bite me i think it's all about the defense i think if kempembe can turn in a performance like he did against erling Haaland uh, against dortmund he just pockets him if marquinhos can channel his inner tiago silva if those not two be a game yeah. for kempembe May not be a game for Kim Ben. There's no like adversary. Yeah. Like they don't have a big nine. You know, it's going to be tough for him. But this is if he wants Diallo to be one be of those big center backs in the world and be in the same conversation as some of the ones that we, you know, are the best in the world. Then this is the game where he needs to step up. I think it is 100% about the defense. Can Kurzawa be functional and not make the silly mistake? Florenzi, can he put in a couple crosses and and hold down his end of the pitch? Um, I think it all comes down to the defense. Um, so we'll we'll have to yeah. see. Um, we'll we'll know right. soon enough on Tuesday. Um, we won't get into predictions. I think throughout the podcast we all talked about what we think is going to happen. I we'll just have to wait and see on Tuesday if we're right or wrong. It should be fun, um, guys. We're coming up on an hour here. I feel like this podcast has just flown by. But let's go around and let people know how they can find you on social media. We can start with Ty. How can people find you? 
Yeah, so you guys can find me on Twitter um, at uh, Ty Poundstein. Um, you know, usually just talking sports on there. I do have a I have a question for the for the panel, and yeah. I want to kind of see if some individuals' opinions have changed. I'm sure some fans have changed now. Yeah. I want to preface this question right by saying. I don't think that it was the wrong decision to move on from Tuchel. I think it was a business decision. He was coming up in the last six months of his contract. We knew we weren't going to renew him, but I think I was you know, pretty vocal about the fact that I thought a lot of fans were headhunting Tuchel and using him as a scapegoat for a lot of our problems. I don't know if everyone here felt that way, but I want to know, after watching Potts under 10 games, are we starting to realize that mm-hmm. some of the blame has to go on the, on the players and they're just honestly not playing at the same level they were playing last year? I, or are we yeah. open, ready to admit that it wasn't maybe strictly a coaching thing? Because I think when Tuchel got fired, I think from a lot of the fan base, we saw he has to go. He has to go. He's the reason. He's the reason we're losing. And I, I was pretty open in saying that, like, I get why he needs to go. I think a change and some fresh perspectives are needed. But I think we weren't, as a fan base, placing blame maybe where it should have been placed and I think now with 10 games under Pacha's belt, I think we're starting to see, okay, it's more here than the coach. You know, this team has a lot of issues. Yeah. Can I say that I, I, I think that Tuchel needed to go? I think his time had expired. And yeah. I also think that I've been underwhelmed with Pochettino. I haven't seen that that bump that you usually get with a new manager. I haven't seen this team really playing great or any drastic changes or anything like that. So a little underwhelmed. I don't know. Guillaume and James, if you feel the same way with that. Well, I was um, more so with Ty in the sense that, you know, I I think we could probably run back a, a bunch of tape. And I was saying that, you know, it, it wasn't necessarily his fault. The players have to have to do more. And um, I also had referred to PSG as a revolving door managers. And I said, you know, if you keep we keep changing the manager and we keep having the same problems. You know, I, I saw something um, on the PSG subreddit about like how the uh the covid outbreak was Tuchel's fault and i was like wait a minute how is this how is this his fault i don't understand who was that we need to get them on the on the podcast that's the, the real podcast, hot take yeah. I, I might i might have to i might have to go back and find it cuz that was it was comical to me because even he was saying this even when like pacha took over and we had one or two people that were out cuz of covid and i was like wait so Somehow Tuchel is still causing problems from outside of the club. I don't, I don't get it. But you know, as far as like injuries are concerned, those are still a problem. Ty hit it on the head. We haven't actually like elevated our play at all since Tuchel. It was, Tuchel's it was gone. a business dis- decision. Yeah, I mean, no, no, no. It was clearly it was a business. A business. Yeah. It was a business decision. Yeah, no, I, I totally get that. Leonardo I, hated I'm Tuchel. just saying the. It had to well, happen that to get posh. It had to happen then. Yeah. No, and I, I agree, Guillaume. I think my only point was whether it be members of the podcast, the general public, the subreddits, right? Because I think we the beauty, the beauty of the podcast and our team is that we all have different views on a lot of things and we get to talk about it. But there were a lot of people who put a lot of blame on Tuchel. And, and you know what I mean? And I think my only... It's an easy scapegoat. But my only thing was I just wanted to see if people... Are now just saying, okay, listen, and I agree. I think it was time for Tuchel to leave. And you're right. I think I said at the beginning, it was a business decision. Six months up in his contract, you don't wait, right? You Business-wise, it was a great decision. Football-wise, it was terrible because it's never a good idea to change coach during a season, yeah. especially be- before the second round of, of Champions League games, especially against Barcelona. Not even it's that. never think- a good idea. It's never a good idea. 
I think there was just a lot of things taken out of Tuchel's hands that he couldn't avoid, right? The injuries, the the COVID. Like, we lost our first game because, what, we were missing, like, eight players due to COVID. Like, no manager would have succeeded or maybe even gotten as far as Tuchel did with the injuries and the lineup changes that he had to deal with. Great. Great. So, but, but yeah, that's that's just an interesting question. I I think I want people to kind of... To, to sit on, and, and I think I said it when Poch got hired, right? If Poch deals with the same injuries and the same circumstances that Tuchel dealt with, he'll probably be gone within 12 to 14 months. Well, we'll find out on Tuesday if he can get a win and advance past Barcelona. It was a great decision. <laughs> it was a great business decision. But no, no, it, no, yeah, no. yeah, of course. <laughs> and, football static, right? and football decision. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, let's, keep, let's keep it rolling. Guillaume, how can people find you on social media? Uh, on Twitter, after door one. Off the door That's one. Great. And then James? Yep, you can find me on Twitter at Teague13. Fantastic. I'm always at PSG Talk. Make sure you visit the site. We're on Facebook, Twitter, um, Instagram, YouTube. Make sure to subscribe. We'll have this podcast there. Um, thank you, as always, for listening. Wherever you get the podcast, make sure you leave a review or rate us or you know subscribe to us, whatever you want to do. We really appreciate it. Um, we're going to try to do this again next week, maybe oh, um, right after the result. We'll try to get our... <laughs> Our thoughts on that, we'll get the, the whole gang together and we'll talk about what happened on Tuesday. So um, I think the game's still, right? CBS still has the right. So if you're in the United States, you can subscribe to their streaming platform and, and watch. And is it on any other channels for people that want to watch? Does anyone know? I'm not sure. And good job, CBS. Yeah, great job. Our friend Jonathan Johnson's uh, on there. We were complaining about ESPN the last mm-hmm. podcast. Well, they don't have the rights, so mm-hmm. it was kind of irrelevant to criticize them because they're <laughs> insignificant. Yeah, Bleacher Report but doesn't have CBS, it anymore. CBS has done a pretty fine job, I yeah. think, with the, the covering of the Champions League. Yeah. So yeah. Jamie Carragher's been pretty good. I, like, I enjoy listening to him. And two good games, too. You know, don't... Uh, oh, if, if you're if you're more on the neutral side listening to the podcast, definitely you know flip over to that that Leipzig Liverpool game. I think it's going to be fun yeah. to watch as well. And, and for those of, of you guys who follow League One, mm-hmm. can I please get the rights back? Oh yeah, yeah. And I'm happy about it. Not the money. I mean, they, they negotiated. <laughs> We're not getting any of it. The way can I? I mean, the 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 pure directing and touch of Canal Plus for, for French football, for football in general, is, is special. There's some cachet there. They have, uh, they know what they're doing. And I hope they, they will, they, they, they will remind all the viewers how amazing they are covering football, yeah. of talking about football, of showing football. They are phenomenal. And, and it's incredible what you can do with directing, <laughs> the way you and, and the, 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 the journalists working mm-hmm. interview, there's, uh, there's warmth, there's, oh, they're brilliant. So I'm happy can I just got the right back. Yeah. And, and hopefully you guys will, will see what I mean. Yeah. Right. And I'm sure they got and it games, for a, a bargain. It's an amazing season. Yes. Yeah. So that's the beauty of it. If you get beaten by Barcelona, we'll be very sad and oh, it's a transitional, blah, 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 blah. But League One, whoo! Yeah, PSG or two points. Montpellier did us some favors this weekend. That's true. Yeah, we're one point behind Lille in second place. Lyon's right on our butts in third place. Monaco not too far behind. behind. So, yeah, and there's uh, not that many games left. It's going to be fascinating. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be good. Wow. We yes, we're talking about League One. (laughs) There'll be plenty to talk about. Thank you guys um, for listening. We'll we'll have more next week for sure. We'll get everyone together, talk League One, the Barcelona match, all that good stuff. Uh, Thanks. We'll catch you next time. Bye everyone.